0: 13 year old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe, their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.
1: Uh, Scratch wants him out of her house, so he curses her. He goes, Molly McGee, wherever you do, wherever you do, if you don't leave this house, I'm gonna be there hunting you, your every move.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Fun Kids Meets. This is the podcast where we bring you excellent and interesting people from a whole variety of mediums. And uh, joining us today to give us some behind the scenes goss on his interview, uh, we've got Connor. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited to be back here once again. And who have you been chatting to recently I heard, I've heard you've been on the on the Disney plus hype uh, chatting to the legends that are Ashley Birch and Dana Snyder or about the new Disney plus show the ghost and Molly
3: McGee. Oh, yeah, it was so, so great to chat. It's safe to say as well that they are absolutely meant to be in Disney films and Disney shows and part of the Disney brand. You can hear it when you speak to them. They're made for Disney. Right, I'm I'm telling you all
2: this, right? I was listening to this interview, and Dana, right... Was born for doing cartoon voices. Like I, I don't know whether he's doing a voice for you or whether this is just his normal voice. But if it is his normal voice, that man, I, I had no other option but to be a cartoon voice character. Because he's thinking- amazing.
3: I was thinking the same thing, the exact same thing when I was doing the interview. I was listening to Dana and I was like, you was born to do this. You know how sometimes you're born to just be things in life? Yeah. He was born to be a Disney voiceover. You could just hear it straight away. And he's also committed to the calls as well. Like if
2: I've got anything that I want selling, I'm giving Dana a call and being like, you couldn't just talk about my thing and make it sound a million times more interesting than it probably is in real life with your excellent
3: voice he would make the worst thing in the world sound so attractive instantly yeah.
2: absolutely absolutely so i I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say he's got one of the best voices to ever grace fun kids meets and we've had a lot of people through the meat stores it's bold but i'm right there with you sean i think i agree Any uh, tasty behind-the-scenes tidbits from this interview, Connor, before we uh, launch into Voice of the Year, Dana?
3: Well, do you know what it was? It's just, I always love doing Disney interviews and I always like talking to people that are working in the world of Disney because it almost feels like a bit of a secret service Disney, doesn't it? It's like something <laughs> you don't really you don't really know about. It's always very private and all they do is just release such incredible and some of our favourite shows and films. So I was trying to get a little bit of kind of the Disney magic from them, but I didn't quite get there. But other than that, the chat was just so great to find out about
2: the show. Right, let's jump into it. So here we go. Uh, it is Ashley Birch and Dan Snyder, chatting all about the ghost and Molly McGee.
3: I'm joined by two very exciting people right now on the show, Ashley Birch and Dana Snyder. How are we? We're great. Yeah. If you're sitting there right now listening, thinking, who's Ashley? Who's Dana? What are we talking to them? Well, we're talking to them right now about the ghost and Molly McGee. Come on. This is, this is so exciting. Dana, it must have been so much fun to be a part of. I mean, it's beyond exciting. Can I tell you? Nobody knows.
1: I get to do things I could never do in my real life. Working with Ashley is nothing
3: but a dream.
4: Regardless of
1: what other people tell you.
4: (laughs) It's all hearsay.
3: I'm sure as well you two together has been the most fun. Um, Dan, I just would like you to just tell us a little bit more about The Ghost of Molly McGee, a bit more about what it's about, you know, what the listeners can expect from this series.
1: It is about a girl named Molly McGee who moves to the town of Brighton and moves into an old house that happens to have a ghost living up in the attic. And this ghost, his name is Scratch. He's a grumpy guy. His job in Brighton is to spread misery through town. Now, Molly is an eternal optimist. She thinks she can inhabify the world every day in every way. (laughs) So when they meet, uh, Scratch wants them out of her house, so he curses her. He goes, Molly McGee, wherever you do... Whatever you do, if you don't leave this house, I'm going to be there haunting you. Your every move. And then Molly McGee goes, oh, my God. You mean like best friends? <laughs> he's not afraid of uh, ghosts. This is a problem for him. <laughs> you be like we're just going to hang out for him? You're like, no, that's not what I meant at all. This is not the way this is supposed to work. So now because he's cursed her, the curse can only be broken with her moving out of the house. But she's not afraid of ghosts. So now he's stuck with her. He's basically cursed himself.
4: I loved your but Molly impression. Hey, really it's good. me, Molly McGee. Woo!
3: <laughs> the passion that is coming from you right now, is this you forever now? Are you, are you just in character mode? Have you, have you just taken over the role of Scratch and you're just. My problem is now? I give 120%. <laughs> it's,
1: Scratch has filled all the voids in my uh, person that I'm now operating at 120% of passion, of love, of positivity. And it's
3: exhausting. Ashley, did you find working with him on set as well? Like already I'm I'm sensing there was a good connection between you both. Friends. Oh, yeah.
4: Yes, Dana is Dana's the best. He's he's extremely uh, kind and very, very funny. And we... <laughs> Your face. Do you hate compliments? <laughs>
1: keep going interruption
4: <laughs> um and it's so fun because we've you know uh, our our wonderful creators Bob and Bill really like for us to improv so we've gotten to do a lot of riffing back and forth over the over the course of the couple seasons we've recorded and it's been great
1: part of the uh special element of our show is that we get to do it together and play off of each other and not just do the script but you know, we improvise.
3: Ashley, there's no denying that Dana's, you know, positivity is shining through on this interview alone. And I know that Molly in this um, series plays such a kind of positive role. Did you feel that that kind of influenced you in your own personal life, having played a positive role on screen?
4: Yeah, it's actually it's so nice to be a part of this show because of that exact reason. It's it's really the whole purpose of it, I think, is to make kids and people happy and to also give them. Some positivity and hope and optimism for the future, and so it was always really nice you can't really. Even if you're having a bad day you can't go into a molly mcgee session and not leave feeling a little bit better because the scripts are so funny, the people are so lovely and you're you know for me i'm playing this character that's just endlessly optimistic and and happy and so it really is a boost anytime we got to record
3: i think that's such a lovely kind of position to be in too. it feels like it kind of goes full circle really you know as you play the role of somebody positive it then goes into your life your life Mm -hmm. then goes back into the role and it feels like both of those things complement each other wonderfully on on this show in particular
4: yeah totally
3: uh dana so you are scratch the ghost. You also got to kind of work on the vocal chords a little bit on the uh, theme song, didn't you? How, how did
1: yes, that go? I did, Connor. <laughs> how? It's yeah, uh, original composition I just wrote called "Yes, I Did," Connor. Yeah, I, I can't
3: help. I can't help but feel that that could maybe be a global number one right there. Uh, just maybe a bit of a backing track there, you know, a bit of harmony around you, and there we go, good to go.
1: I mean, it's your. I'm giving it to you. That's a gift.
3: Was it your idea to sing the theme song? Was you like, "Look, I want to take the theme song on"? Did they approach you and you were like, "Hold on a minute"? Yes, I will absolutely do this. I mean,
1: I wish it was. I wish I could tell them it was my idea and they'd say yes. But it's very. That's one of the exciting things about this that we have all this music. I have my my degree was in musical theater, so I was very excited to do this and be able to sing. And Ashley and I. I mean, that's one of the great rewards of this is being able to not just be able to sing these songs that are incredible, but then also get to watch them, what they do with them Mm -hmm. once they're finished. It's like, oh, he's riding a taco like a horse. Okay, that's pretty (laughs) funny. All right. It's funny,
4: too, because they didn't actually know it was going to be a musical for a little while. I think we were a few episodes in and Bob and Bill came up to us. Both of them were like, do you guys sing yeah. And we were like, yeah, but they had no idea before, <laughs> before we started recording.
3: I wanted to come to you um, and talk about the show because it does celebrate lots of different cultures. Uh, you know, Molly is of Irish and Thai ancestry. You've got Libby in there as well. She's Jewish and Hispanic. How important do you think it is for children's entertainment to be so inclusive and kind of representative?
4: I think it's really important. I mean, I think it's important for the kids that... Um, do come from different backgrounds because they get to see themselves represented on screen, which I think is really, really important and powerful. And then I think it's also important for kids that don't come from those backgrounds to be able to relate to a character that doesn't look like them and doesn't have the exact same type of family. I think it's it helps people feel seen and also helps expand the minds of kids that maybe aren't as familiar with um, different cultures.
3: Do you feel the sort of same thing you're in as well, Dana? I, I guess it's kind of a very similar outlook for you, too. You know, really celebrating um, just yourself and, and who you are. You know, that's the idea, really. Yeah. Just always be you in life and everything will work right. out fine. <laughs> the,
4: de- the deceased. We're really representing the deceased, the deceased.
3: and people who <laughs>
4: eat
1: garbage. <laughs> 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 it's such a rare thing to have such a swath of people being seen in a show who aren't normally get to see themselves. I mean, it's pretty incredible.
3: I think I think that's great. And it's something that really stands out to me too, uh, you know, personally as well. I, I, I think it's fantastic to always be spreading a positive message through everything you do. And even things that sometimes have negative connotations in real life, if we can make positives of those, for example, something haunting your house, it could be quite mm-hmm. a scary thing to think about. But if we can shed yeah. like a brightness and a light on something like that, then that's a really good thing, I think. I think that's really positive.
1: Yeah, it really is just about, The world can be a positive, wonderful place depending on where your mind is. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make it a great place, you can. Absolutely. Your room or your town or your country or your planet.
3: Absolutely. There's a bit
1: of power that you have in you to make
3: your situation better. I completely agree. And that actually brings me really nicely to my final question. Uh, and I'm going to come to Ashley first on this. So, Ashley, you really got to use your mind on this, okay? okay. So finally, to, to end, Scratch is obviously haunting Molly, okay? Mm-hmm. A.K.A. spending lots of time with them. Let's, let's say that, okay? So Scratch is kind of spending a lot of time around Molly as a character. Mm-hmm. So if you could be in the world haunting a celebrity slash become their bestie? (laughs) Who would it be and why? Ooh.
4: That's a big question.
3: I can give you mine to help you if you want. Sure,
4: yeah. Who's yours? I I think...
3: I I have to be honest. I think it'd have to be Justin Bieber. I feel like I just would love to... (laughs) I'd love to just kind of see what it's like to be him for a day. Like just see him do. Sure, sure.
4: I feel like, I mean, maybe this is kind of an obvious one, but I feel like a very fascinating person to haunt would probably be Barack Obama. Just oh, feel good a fly one. on the wall. He's so yeah. smart. I feel like I could just hear him have conversations and learn a lot. Probably.
3: <laughs> yeah. And kind of see what it's like behind the Obama's hat. I like that a lot. Dana, anyone for you that stands out?
1: Well, I I mean, both of those are good. I feel like if I had that power, I would be much more interested in hanging out with people who have been, who are deceased. Mm. Some of of history would be very interesting to me, but that's not the question. (laughs) I guess if there was someone, I mean, wouldn't the Queen of England be pretty interesting? Oh,
4: that's a good one.
1: To know like, oh, she just wants to, Play do her puzzle in the afternoon.
4: And... <laughs> that's a good be, one. I think being
3: British and living in Britain and living in London myself, that is a good answer. And I think I may actually change my answer now to the Queen of England that also maybe lives with Justin Bieber. That scenario would be quite fun. <laughs>
4: I'd love to well, see that. Nice.
1: My, my backup would probably be Dolly Parton. I feel like she's a lot Ooh, of fun.
4: That's a good one, too.
3: That's a that's a really good one. You see what you see what this hap- you see what happens when we talk about the show, Moni McGee and Scratchy's. We create a
1: community that did not exist fifteen <laughs> minutes ago.
3: Exactly. There we go. Ashley, Dana, the stars of the Ghost and Moni McGee. Thank you so much for coming on to Fun Kids. It's been great fun.
1: Thank you, Connor.
3: We
2: weren't lying, were we, Connor, about Dana's voice being a ten out of ten. So good, isn't it? You feel like you just want to keep rewinding and re-listening to his voice because yeah. it makes you feel happy. I mean, we also got to give, uh, give Ashley a flowers as well because she was also great in the interview. I bet we like, gave
3: all of, the, all of the credit to Dana then, but no I know I always was looking at Ashley when I was interviewing them too and I think Ashley was like I'm really happy that Dana's here because he just ticks (laughs) all the boxes of what I want done yeah that's an easy day out that's an easy day of work if you're Ashley and you've got Dana by your side because he's going to do all the heavy lifting exactly but no both of them so so great to chat you know really talented as well and it's just fantastic to talk about a show that you know it's a huge success and it looks absolutely fantastic so it was really really cool
2: to catch up and you can go and check out the ghost in molly mcgee over on disney plus uh connor thank you very much for joining us oh thanks for having me uh connor if you were gonna if you were gonna choose today what are you feeling more sciency or booksy booksy today. Yeah, are feeling booksy. And if you're feeling booksy too, then make sure you go and check out Bex's podcast all about books, Bookworms. It's one of our other podcasts where Bex chats to loads of amazing authors. We get a few authors on Fun Kids Meets, but if you want to be hearing about the latest and best books, then Bookworms is where you need to go. But that's it from us. If you want to hear from more interesting and excellent people, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button wherever it is you're listening to this podcast. See you next week. Bye.
0: 13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm popularis incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home. Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.